This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. We're going to be turning our attention now um, to what is currently happening in the Middle East or in uh, some more in Israel, in the border between Israel and the Palestinian territories, uh, Gaza uh, in particular, that continues to take a pounding, um, you know, as Israel seeks retribution for the attacks launched by Hamas just over a week ago. Well, over the weekend, the ANC reaffirmed its support for the people of Palestine, saying they are facing the most tragic and dangerous situation and that South Africa stands ready to assist with humanitarian aid. Speaking uh, on the sidelines of the party's national executive meeting in Boxburg, um, the president of the ANC, Cyril Ramaphosa, said that his party has always supported Palestine's cause um, for justice. Well, in reaction to those comments, the South African uh, Jewish Board of uh, Deputies uh, shot back. They released a statement uh, published in newspapers yesterday uh, where they accused the president of unashamedly, as they're putting it, supporting jihadists uh, and they say that Hama, you know that they're saying that they are now being made to feel like second class citizens in South Africa let's speak to the spokesperson in the presidency Vincent Makwenya good morning and thank you for your time good morning to you and good morning to the listeners so the ANC has always been unequivocal in their position. While the ANC is the party of government, um, their position as a party does not necessarily reflect uh, that of government. What exactly is government's position um, with this? Especially, I mean, how do you respond uh, from a presidency point of view to this uh, statement from the SA Jewish uh, Board of Deputies? The position of government and that of the president has always been consistent with respect to our support for the Palestinian uh, struggle for freedom, freedom from occupation. The government has always been in support for a two-state solution, which will grant um, the Palestinians all their rights as well as sovereignty um, within their lands. And we've always been clear that um, this is an issue that needs to be resolved peacefully through negotiations. There's always been clarity with respect to adherence to numerous UN resolutions that have been passed on this matter, including a two-state solution that recognizes the 1967 uh, borders. And so there's no contradiction whatsoever uh, with respect to the position of our government and that articulated by the president. Mm. The reaction from the Jewish board or the South African Jewish Board of Deputies is deeply unfortunate because supporting the struggle of Palestinian people does not equate to supporting Hamas, does not equate to supporting the killing of innocent uh, civilians. This is a principled position with respect to people who have been living under occupation for more than 70 years. And it's time that the international community does what it can do to ensure that the tension is de-escalated and that we return to the negotiation uh, table to resolve this matter. 
and that humanitarian corridors are open because there's now a great deal of human suffering. And so those positions do not at at all equate to supporting jihadists or supporting any atrocities that are committed against Mm. uh, innocent civilians. Has there been any communication with, uh, I don't know, the representatives? I mean, because we do have low-key diplomatic relations with uh, Israel. Any any contact with them? Or alternatively, also with the Egyptian um, ambassador in this country uh, with regards to, you know, you know, uh, humanitarian efforts, in particular from an Egypt point of view, the opening of the Rafah um, um, point, you know, exit point to allow people through. Um, Titi, our diplomats are communicating with various role players in the region um, to look at ways to channel humanitarian support and humanitarian aid to those in need in Gaza, um, as well as other parts of 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 of, of the region, uh, particularly West Bank mm-hmm. as well, all those areas that are affected. So there is that communication with various mm-hmm. role players. Okay. I just won't be able to provide the exact details as to which ones, but there are engagements mm-hmm. in that regard. Is there a concern on the side of uh, government or, you know, from a presidency point of view of the polarizing nature of, uh, you know, what is the conflict in the Middle East that it's now even finding root amongst the South Africans? Are you concerned about the tone that that takes on? I mean, it is perfectly legitimate for people to protest in favor of a cause or against a particular cause. But you also need to, we need to be wary of things escalating in a direction that we don't want. Absolutely. Um, we will not want this matter to, you know, polarize South Africans and create divisions mm. amongst ourselves as, as, as South Africans. Uh, we are guided by our very own constitution with respect to adherence to human rights. Um, as I've said, this is a principled position um, informed uh, by um, our own constitution, but also by uh, something that has been recognized by the entire world um, as unattainable. I've referenced uh, the numerous UN resolutions that have not been adhered to. And so it's how we conceptualize uh, this issue. There are those that will look at what Mm. happened on that particular Saturday. There are those that will reference what has been happening for more than 70 years. Um, in that part of the world to Palestinians. And so it is important that uh, we are guided by principle as we debate and engage on this issue, but it shouldn't be an issue that divides us. If Mm. anything, we should be looking at our collective experience from how we've resolved our own issues in South Africa leading Mm. to a democratic dispensation and sharing that experience with other parts of the world, including uh, the Palestinians and the Israelis. Thank you so much uh, to Vincent Makwenya, Presidency Spokesperson. I appreciate your time. Thank you. All right. And while we're there, let's also bring in the Director of the Center for Education, Rights and Transformation, Professor Salim Vadi. Uh, good morning to you and thank you so much for your time. You know, things have escalated in the week since uh, this, uh, um, this uh, operation that was launched by Hamas. Uh, it has largely taken a very familiar toll, um, you know, tone and direction in terms of the response from Israel. What is your reading of things at the moment? Because there seems to be a real danger of, uh, you know, well, firstly, there's a humanitarian crisis that's unfolding. And there's a fear that this uh, conflict could escalate beyond just Israel uh, and and Hamas. Yes, absolutely. 
The situation is, as you correctly put it, horrific. Israel is really uh, continuous uh, committing war crimes. They are carpet bombing one of the most densely populated areas in the world, where 50% of the people are children. Mm. These are refugees, uh, you know, from the Nakba or the ethnic cleansing in 1948, where 80% of the Palestinian population were uh, made into refugees. Now, many of these refugees, the descendants are in Gaza, but also elsewhere in Palestine, but also in the neighboring countries. Mm. You've seen from the images of the demonstrations, I'm not even talking about London, Mm. where 100,000 people came onto the streets, but in the neighboring countries where there are millions of Palestinian refugees, huge demonstrations. People distinguish between the Arab rulers and the Arab street. Mm. There is tremendous anger at what is happening. Mm. Um, You know, this is not the first time Israel has done this. They've done this in 2008, 2011, Mm. 2014, 2018. And every time the death toll gets worse. Uh, This time, it is qualitatively and quantitatively differently. It's horrible looking at the stats. Mm. These are real human beings who want to live a life of dignity um, and have their aspirations. So, you know, Titi, this is not, the situation in Gaza is not a conflict Mm. or a war. And without hyperbole, it is a genocide using the UN definition. Mm. These are not countries mm. at war. Uh, In terms of, yeah, I beg your pardon, please finish your thought. Sure. No, no, I'm saying that Gaza has... uh, experienced a medieval-like siege for 17 years. Mm. Uh, They have resisted with what they can. Israel uh, field tests their weaponry on Palestinian men, women and children and Mm. sells it Mm. to the world precisely like that as field tested. And the West has shown tremendous hypocrisy Mm -hmm. for 75 Mm. years. What are the Palestinians expect to do? The U.S. supplies Israel with $4 billion every mm. year for military aid. Yeah. And Professor Rani, how do you see a way out of where we find ourselves? In well, because, yeah, because I mean, that it is seems a critical question. You have to ask yourself whether we are now any closer to getting uh, the Palestinians getting their aspirations uh, following this. Because it seems to me that uh, um, if there was any movement forward, they must we must have taken five steps backward now. Because it seems to be all about retribution now. You know, that is a very critical question. And I think we need to reference our own struggle, T.T. <laughs> you know, Arch, the late Archbishop Tutu said that if you are neutral in the face of oppression, you side with the oppressor. There was a time in our country where we, involved in the liberation movement, asked the same question, Titi, where is the world in the face of this injustice? And in our case, the world stood up against apartheid. They they didn't ask for even-handedness. I mean, can you have even-handedness with apartheid and racism? What we see is extreme racism. We see a genocide. And one of the ways forward Mm. is that Israel needs to be made 
the pariah state that it is like its not lamented former close friend because Israel supported apartheid. Mm. And that is the way to pressure Israel, that the apologists for Israel, including the SAJBD, the South African Jewish Board of Deputies, have carried out full-page adverts with complete deception and lies. Hamas is a resistance movement like many others amongst the Palestinians. They cannot be equated to Boko Haram or ISIS. Even Biden has backtracked on the lies uh, that the Israelis said about babies being killed. And, uh, you know, all of these things, if you fact-check it, there is very conclusive evidence that this is propaganda. And you're, not, was, uh, you're not in saying that, denying that there were people killed. Absolutely people killed. Mm. You know, Palestinians don't have the precision weaponry that is supplied to the okay. Ukrainians, for example. They yeah. have to make do with what they have. This would not happen yeah. Yeah. if there wasn't an occupation. And we need to take a stand. And of course, our government okay, is under prof. pressure. Yeah. We're going to have yes. to leave it there. We're out of time. Thank you very much, though, for your perspective and your insights. I appreciate it. You're welcome. You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.